This is your weekly Monday happy hour. This is the Wives of Wrestling podcast. They are the wives. I'm John Alba, and we are broadcasting from the Blue Chew Studios. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code WIVES at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. It's episode two of the Wives of Wrestling podcast. Hello, ladies. Miss Kim Morden, Miss Giovanna Engel, how are we? Hey, going on, guys. I'm feeling good. I we haven't even taken our opening shot yet, but I know I got two mm-hmm. lovely ladies staring across from me. It's a good day to be John Alba. How are you guys today? Very good. I feel like we all look related. I feel like you, <laughs> <laughs> you're our little cousin Johnny boy. That's it. That's it, Johnny. Johnny with the slick hair. Johnny Slick. You know, so I used to work at, um, I used to work for Major League Baseball. And one day it was super cold. It was in Secaucus, Kim. So in Jersey, it was winter or late fall, whatever. It was super cold. And the only jacket I could find was this like leather jacket. So I just threw it on. I was like 20, 21 years old. And from that day forward, I was known as Danny Zuko in Major League Baseball. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) That's so funny. I I love Grease. Grease is good stuff. We definitely got to talk about like old school movies. Hell yeah. Because I love old movies and I torture my kids and I make them sit through like never ending stories, stuff like that. And they're like, mom, this is terrible. (laughs) And it is. It's so bad, but it's so good. Anyway. Oh, Kim, how far back old movies, though? Oh, gosh. Well, I I like the bad, not so old, old movies. Mm -hmm. But like, so the other night I made Michael watch The Lost Boys. And... It was so good. Like, I remember every line from the movie. I was obsessed, obsessed. That was like the first real vampire movie. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Yeah, everything else was bit. And I think um, I told Michael, I was like, Mike, I loved Michael so much. That was like the main guy. I thought he was the cutest thing. I go, I don't know. Maybe I named you Michael because. <laughs> And he's like, oh, my God, Mom, this is terrible. He's like, but in a good way. <laughs> the 80s, 80s had the worst music. 80s had the worst style. It was also the best. But it was the best. But yeah. it was just so tacky. It was so tacky. I'm like, Mike, how did I grow up in this era? But still, I'm so cool. You are <laughs> cool. Go easy, Ma. <laughs> Both of you are very cool. And I think everyone learned that in episode one of the Wives of Wrestling podcast. And they're going to continue to learn that. Don't forget, you can get it every single week wherever you get your podcasts in coordination with the Podcast Heat Network, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you find them, you're going to find the Wives. And we had a lot of fun. Uh, Giovanna, episode one, we got to talk a little bit about how you guys met your husbands, your personal backgrounds, but what we didn't get to go into, and I want to talk about real quick before we start our topic today, we didn't really get to talk about your nuclear families and what your dynamics are like. So I I want both of you to fill the audience in. We all know you're married to Randy Orton and Kurt Angle, but how many kids do you guys have? All that kind of stuff. So gee, why don't you start us off? Fill everyone in on that. Well, I feel like I talked a lot about that. I really want Kim to 
<laughs> well, we just got to fill the audience yeah, then. Yeah. Get in, Kim. You, oh, you, yeah. you. I'll, I'll, uh, okay. So we have five kiddos. Um, I had three boys and Randy had a little girl when we met. And so we both had our baby fixes with that. Like mm-hmm. had his boy fixed. I got my girl fixed. We were good. And then little Miss Brooklyn came along. And, <laughs> yeah, we don't know what we would do without her. She's the absolute best and so spoiled. And we all adore her. But so we have five kids. We get Alana like twice a week. She lives like 15 minutes away. It's great. We have a really good uh, like family unit everybody's up each other's butts everybody annoys each other it's like really cool we all try to hang out as much as possible and i i love being a mom to so many kids and i love the fact that everybody's like different age groups because i have my oldest he goes to new york film academy he's 19 and he's doing his thing in New York right now, and we miss him like crazy, but it's nice to have one gone. <laughs> and we have Rob, and he's 17, and he's graduating this year, and he's like, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life type, right? And he'll figure it out. And then we have Alana. She's going to be like volleyball all-star. Very nice. He's a badass. And... um super athletic she's so tall kim she's so tall she's five nine already wow and she just turned 13 keeping on growing yeah yeah she's yeah i like i hug her like this (laughs) how tall is how tall is randy he's six they bill him at six five (laughs) he's like six four and a half he's just right at six five when he wears like sneakers and stuff he's six five yeah, she's going to be big. Her mom's kind of tall. Randy's sister is tall. You know, she she's going to be tall. Um, and then Anthony's 11, super smart ass, 30-year-old man trapped in a <laughs> tiny body. Um, John, you forgot that. What? She says smart ass. That's a great reminder because, of course, every week here on the wives of wrestling podcast we have the swear jar and each lady and myself have color-coded beads and kim orden is blue and has earned herself our first swear of the night so go ahead keep going so he's trapped in the, trapped sorry in. i'm not losing i'm not losing i brought my glasses this time in case i lost okay like read it properly okay and and anthony 11, sixth grade, just cool, fun kid. And then Brooklyn, she's five. Sassy little Brooklyn. Sassy. She is it so is unbel- this, this little girl, I, I met her at Survivor Series this year. And she's just like giving me the pouty face when I'm, oh, it was, I was like, like mother, like daughter. It was unbelievable. Well, she's. It's not because she's way cooler than me and she's five. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm scared of her. She just got like, she goes to school. No lie. I drop her off at school and the kids come running to her. They're like, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. They're all hugging her and stuff. And she's such a little tomboy. Right. And uh, there's like three little boys in her class. 
And I'm like, who do you hang out with, Brooke, in school? Like, who's... And she's like, you know, Jason Miles. And, and I'm like, what girls do you hang out with? And she's like, well, we play all the time. You know, that I like Jason Miles. Wow. And like, Her yeah. name fits perfectly. Like the way that you even like figured that out. Brooklyn Rose. Yeah. How, how you. Um... So Brooklyn Rose. Um, I just I felt like Brooklyn, like my daughter needed to be a badass yeah. <laughs> like she she's coming into a house with all these like boys and you know she so you're a strong woman and yeah she, i wanted her to have like a strong girl's name right so we we went with brooklyn and but then we're like she has to have a really soft feminine middle name so we went with brooklyn rose and um i think it fits her to a t because this chick since she's like one She's like combat boots, tutu, lipstick, <laughs> eyeshadow girl. So she's super girly, wants big princess dresses, but then she wants to like dig up worms and catch frogs in, wow. you know, in the pond in front of the house type deal. Okay. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Quite the dynamic there. The yeah. <laughs> and Giovanna, fill us in on the angle dynamic. Oh my gosh. How many is that? <laughs> <laughs> um, so me and Kurt, we have three daughters. Uh, my husband has two from his previous wife and we adopted our son, Joseph. So there is a good amount right there. Um, it's, it's pretty insane. Um, just, it, it's crazy. Cause whenever we, um, adopted Joseph and you, if you met this kid, you, you would not even think that, that we adopted this kid. Like it oh. is, it's incredible. He looks more like me than he my does. other kids. It's yes, he does. literally insane. Like yeah. nobody even knows. And you know what? And he loves that. It's funny. Cause like yes, <laughs> yesterday we were actually walking out of church and Juliana was talking about when she was a baby and she was five pounds, five ounces. And this girl now is so tall. It's ridiculous. Um, so we were talking about that and Jess is like, wow, she was really small. And I was like, well, Joseph, I mean, you were like eight pounds, four ounces. You were just right there. And, you know, you were just so small. I, you know, you were like as small as my, like just acting like that. And he starts laughing. So Aww. it's like we don't even like we, it's like an inside joke, but we yeah. make it as like he's just been a part of our family since it's he normal. was normal. No, mm -hmm. just a normal thing. But he's such a cool kid, you know. Um, you know, we got um, <clears throat> Juliana. She is, God, this girl is, she was so preemie. Like, I couldn't even buy clothes for her. It was still, the preemie clothes were just still big on her when she was a baby. But now she, she, she does, uh, she does swimming. The thing about Kurt, and I think this is like him being an athletic person, uh, he, he looks at our kids and he's like, okay, so she won't do good at gymnastics. She's too tall. This, that, like he sees their body type and he's like, okay, why don't she try this? Or why don't she try that? So Juliana, not aggressive at all. Like it is hilarious. We put, we tried dance. Like after three years of putting her in dance, we asked her uh, to do like some ballet thing. And she didn't even know how to do it. Me and Kurt looked at each other. We're like, we just spent all this money for nothing. Like, this girl has no rhythm. So we were like, all right. She, she has no rhythm. So we took her out of dance. We put her in um, soccer. 
even the coach was laughing. She can't run. Like she, like the ball comes towards her and she runs around the ball and even like parents near me, they weren't even like rooting for their kids anymore. They're rooting for Juliana and they're like, she has a scar. <laughs> so we took her out of soccer. So we put her in swimming and it was the best decision that That's we great. could have ever did. The coach it's even said, that you cannot teach height. And they said she True. is like, she just keeps getting better. As soon as she did that growth spurt, she got stronger and faster and she's like killing it. So um, there's my, that's why Kurt's like my little Olympian. So yeah. that, that's well, why you see that. Strong legs. She's, she's strong. She got a little butt. Strong. Yes. <laughs> she got a great booty. I remember when you came here and I'm looking at her, I'm like, ooh, gee. <laughs> great. But oh my god, I know. I'm a little jealous. I told Chris, like, maybe I should do some laps in the vault. <laughs> but um, Sophia, that that's a story right there, man. She so my kids have um as uh, language disorders, and they couldn't talk until they were like Juliana could talk until she was like four. Um, Sophia couldn't talk until she was seven. Wow, so she just started learning how to. Uh, communicate properly but, communicate, yeah. exactly so the thing about her and this is a story about how her and ronda rousey bonded which was very cool um she uh she was very aggressive sophia was such an aggressive child where because she couldn't use her voice so when something upset her she would get angry and it really wasn't um I, I, it broke my heart because i know her and i try to tell her teachers i try to tell her school just be patient she just can't she just can't communicate like these kids. And this is where Kurt thought it was like, she was such a badass, which I was like, Kurt, you can't do that. She was at the playground. These two boys uh, took her ball. So she went up and she like, like, you know, like, wow. yeah, both of them. And, um, and I had to get a call from the principal and I was just like, listen, I'm so sorry. She just can't, she doesn't know how to use her voice. And she just got angry because they took her ball and, but so we got like a lot of like therapy with her on like uh, training with uh, like speech therapy, not like, you know, that type of therapy, but speech therapy to learn how to use her voice. And she's been in herself, right? Yeah, but yeah. if you didn't know her, if she completely different kid now, she's the most innocent, the most like her, she's the, oh my gosh, like it's so hard to explain. How old is she now? She's nine now. So within a couple of years, she's made these. Yeah, with a couple of years, just by, you know, taking her to a speech pathologist. And she That's did great. she did such a great job. But whenever I used to take her to TVs, her and Rhonda bonded so quickly because um, Rhonda, I don't know if anybody knows this, she had, um, you know, her speech situation yeah. because the umbilical cord was wrapped around her, her neck and um, she couldn't uh, speak for it until she was like six. So whenever I was, I didn't know that. So whenever I was talking to Ron, I was like, oh, she just doesn't know how to talk. And she was like, girl, I know exactly what she's saying. And I'm just like, that's so awesome. So she was like, yeah, we're like, we, we get each other. Hmm. So, but that really right there was just, you know, if you, if you met Rhonda, she is such a, she, even though she's a badass, I knew she was going to be a good mom. Like she just knew how to talk to kids and she related to Sophia so much and I would like take pictures like, you know, like from her school and I would send it to Ron and she's like, that's my girl. And that's cute. it is so cute. There's this one incident that happened backstage. It was so funny. She was doing sweeps with Sophia 
where she would grab Sophia and they, they would just do this and she would kick Sophia's legs and swing her and then they do it this way. So it was like they did it for an hour and I was like, girl, what is she doing? She's like, oh, she's just doing sweets with Rhonda. And I'm like, okay. Oh, <laughs> I hope she won't do that at school with other kids or something like that. Like that's a, I just saw, I was just like, okay, I see the future. I know what's going to happen. So one day she was at school and I get a, get a text <laughs> from her teacher <laughs> and said, um, Mrs. Angle, you know, I, I just, nothing bad, nothing bad. Um, Sophia was trying to do something with my legs. Uh, <laughs> I didn't understand what she was doing. So I was like, Kurt, I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> so I, dude, I'm sorry. This is the first time I had to throw Rhonda under the bus because I didn't oh, want my oh, kid getting in trouble. That's fair. I had to. I was like, how do you tell your teacher? Oh, she learned it from Rhonda Rousey. <laughs> I, had to. I had to because I was like, I don't want her thinking that she's true. I was like, you know, it's just it's something you just don't understand. It's just something she did with Rhonda. So I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. She was at TVs with her dad and she was doing these sweeps for an hour with Rhonda Rousey. I had to throw her name out there. And she started laughing. She's like, oh, that's so funny. It's okay. And then I, I screenshot it and I sent it to Rhonda Rousey. And I said, just letting you know, she tried to do sweets with her teacher. And you know what her response was? <laughs> practice Picked makes, practice yeah. makes perfect. <laughs> yeah. She said, girl. that's my girl. And I, I was know. like, you know what? I can't, I can't win. No. Like, I <laughs> and, and then you got one more, correct? Oh, Nicoletta. Letty. I love Letty. My beautiful badass friend. Oh, she's so sweet. Brooklyn and Letty are BFFs. We have pictures next to each of their beds of Brooklyn and Letty when Giovanna brought the girls here. Mm. And they Brooklyn sleeps with it and she, she has it next to her bed. And she's like, I gotta tell my friend Letty and Letty and Letty. And I'm like, oh, I, so love I love it. I love it. Brooklyn. 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 That's how she says Brooklyn. her name. It's the cutest freaking thing ever. She rolls her little. Tent. And they're close in age. Uh, what? Like uh, Letty? Are like two weeks older than. Wow. So me and her were pregnant together. Yes. Yes. They're gonna be in each other's weddings. Yes. Oh, That's I cool. wish I knew you before. What could they? They they could tag team. Yes, they could. Tag team. What could they be called? Hmm. Hmm. We'll think about this. We'll make some, we'll make some merch off this. So that's, that's so great. And I just, I wanted everyone to kind of have some context to the two of you and the nuclear makeup of your respective families. And those give some context to those lessons that you guys have learned throughout the years and why it's worth listening to advice from you two, because you guys have experienced so many different things with your families. And I think that adds a lot of credence to what we're going to be talking about here on the Wives of Wrestling podcast. And I like that we kind of took a little impromptu segue here because I think people are going to learn to know you guys in the way that I've gotten to and, and just be enamored with your personalities and your ability to uh, enjoy a nice beverage. So with that said, ladies... I was just going to say we got all into this and pour yourself. Like I said, it's happy hour, everyone. So pour yourself a little shot. Today I'm going with fireball. 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 Get your fireball. It tastes like big red and it reminds me of high school. It, that oh, is. I, do need to try I that. will drink to that. Yeah. <laughs> stick with it. You're going with your tequila? Yeah. I'm going to stick with it. Okay. I got my whiskey here. 
Now, ladies, our topic this week is about the struggle with celebrity. Both of you were thrown into the public life pretty quickly and both at different stages of your life. So uh, how about Giovanna? I want you to give us our little toast here. Oh, my God. Didn't I do it last time? Uh, no, I did it. You didn't do it. it. <laughs> and Kim did the closing toast and so on. So it's your turn. Your turn. Uh, give us a little opening toast for our struggle with celebrity episode. Um. Here's for us, and I hope you guys like what we got to say, and enjoy the ride. Hey, hey. Here's to you, bro. Golly. <laughs> I hate shots so much, but I do it for you, too. Thanks, Sean. And tell you know I love you guys, because I hate shots. immediately made me sweat. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Giovanna's got the classy little straw. <laughs> Giovanna was telling us that she like uses like juice boxes as chasers, and I think that's just fantastic. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Shots for kids. Yep. <laughs> you keep a, a pack of them in your car. Yeah. It's so funny because the kids are going to be like, what happened to all the juices? <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of responsibilities that come with being an adult. It's not easy working 12 hour days. Picking up kids from school, cooking dinner, budgeting, yuck. None of this is fun, right? But we're adults, so we should be able to have fun when we want to. And yeah, I'm talking about the kind of fun that goes down after the kids go to bed, the lights go down, your man is gearing up, ready to go, and that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but... It comes in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. Now, if you're like the wives, your husband or boyfriend or boy toy, I'm not sitting here judging you, trust me. Well, they may be on the road all the time. They're tired. They don't want to do anything once they get back. Nah, because it's time to replace the three eyes with one. Intercourse. And if you're a guy hearing this, trust me, the process is incredibly easy. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And all those uh, confidence issues, well, those will soon go away. The best part is it's all done online. You don't have to go to the doctor. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. And you can spend all your free time pouring out a nice glass of wine, getting yourself in the mood and ready to go for some sparks. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. Gents, that thing is going to surprise you like an RKO out of nowhere. Kurt Angle may have won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck, but trust me, you're not going to win one with a broken freaking dick. Oh, it's true, it's true, and you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, and Blue Chew can help you. And we got a special deal for our listeners. You try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code WIVES at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com promo code WIVES to receive your first month free. Just visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And of course, we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring our podcast. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. Whew. 
Christmas is finally behind us, but are you dreading those credit card bills headed your way? Well, here's a pro tip. Don't get stuck making minimum payments in the new year. Savewithconrad.com can help you get rid of your credit card debt just like that. Oh, and we're going to get you the best deal on a mortgage you've ever had. But how's this for starters? No payments until March. You don't need money out of your pocket or perfect credit. So find out how much money you can save for free right now at savewithconrad.com. Hey, this is Kurt Angle, and I have something incredible for you to try. Chicken Snacks and Snack Smart Crispy Protein Bites by Physically Fit Nutrition. We have chicken protein and plant protein. You choose. They're incredible. 11 different flavors, including cinnamon swirl, sriracha, buffalo wing and blue cheese, cheese pizza, sour cream and onion, just to name a few. You can get them in our family-sized 7-ounce serving bag, or our two-ounce single-serve packages. Go to physicallyfit.com to order yours. Use promo code ANGLEPOD20 to get 20% off your first order, or you can sign up on our website to be a lifetime member and get 20% off not just for your first order, but forever. Try them. You're going to love them. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. (laughs) Okay, ladies. So (laughs) let's talk about this celebrity life. Both of you are so glitz and glamorous. You've got your hundreds of thousands of followers on social media, but I imagine that it wasn't always that way for both of you either. It's something that you both had to become accustomed to. Mm-hmm. And you both in, are introduced to this celebrity life at an early stage. And, and I know, even on a much more smaller scale, that when people start watching you under a microscope, it can be really challenging. Yes. And people... Yeah will encounter that in different ways, whether they become a celebrity or not. But I want to humanize all that. So you both have really different backgrounds when it comes to this. Whereas Giovanna, you were pursuing acting. So when you're pursuing acting, I imagine that in the back of your head, there's somewhat of a pursuit of a celebrity lifestyle in a way. Whereas Kim, you were living the quote unquote normal life and yep. then married right into a high-profile yeah. global superstar way of life. So yeah. I- I'll start with you, Kim. Did you ever aspire to have like a well-known, very public life? Because there are people who do. Um, it, it, that's so funny. And I still do it to this day. Um, when I was like a teenager, until now, I... I'm, I constantly sign my name. There's papers all over the house with my signature on it, right? And uh, I always, always, always used to say, I meant more, I meant for more than this. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know what it was, but I would always say, I am meant for more than this. <laughs> and, but it's so weird because when I met Randy, um, and I would first be out with him. It was so strange to me that all of these people would flock him. Mm-hmm. And I would just kind of like sit back and, and I would take pictures for people. And I would just kind of like move out of the way because, you know, that's his thing and stuff. And I didn't want to like be in the way or or anything. But then... um it turns into this other thing where it's like, sometimes I forget who he is. 
you know, because he's so chill and so normal and stuff. But immediately that had to have been a very like shocking. It was so, it was so strange for me. And then, so when social media, right, I wasn't, you know, I would talk to my friends from high school on Facebook. Like that was my thing. You know what I mean? And, uh, but so then when he said, oh, you know, we're dating all of a sudden, all of these people started following me and everyone had an opinion and, you know, who does she think she is? Or she's so sweet or like, you know, everybody had an opinion. I'm like, but none of these people know me, you know? And so we could talk about this another time, but like sometimes fangirls can be vicious, right? Mm -hmm. And so you guys know my personality. I super mama bear, super like protective of my circle. So now I had these people coming after me and I had these people coming after my kids. And and was that lifestyle something that you were necessarily looking for at no, that stage in life? No, no, not at all. Not at all. By the time I met Randy, I was totally comfortable with nobody knowing who I was. You know what I mean? I had my small circle of people and that's how I liked it. And meeting him and and now all of a sudden like these people oh you know they'll be like oh hey Kim or I told Giovanna this story like one time I was in the uh, supermarket with Brooklyn and I left my wallet in her baby bag and that was at home and so now I just had my purse with me and um so I go to check out and big family, right? I have like this shopping cart full of stuff. It was like $350 worth of food. Right. And I'm like, Oh my God, I left my wallet at home. I go, but I do know my credit card number. Can I just punch it in? Cause I'm an online shopper. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I do know my credit card number. Can I just punch it in? And like, you know, you guys know me, I'm here every week and da da da. So the girl's like, Oh, I, you know, I know, let me go talk to the manager. She walks away and the lady behind me is like, she goes, Hey, don't worry about it. You can put it on my credit card. Um, she's like, I just work right next door. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, no, you know, that it's a lot of, it's a lot of money. I don't want to do that to you, whatever. I'll just go home. I only live 10 minutes away, but she, and she goes, but I know who you are. So wow. okay. And I'm like, that's so weird. Very weird feeling. That is so weird to me. So like, I I go out all the time, bummy AF. Yeah. <laughs> myself. Um, and like, so like since COVID, it's been awesome because I'm like here. And, and, and it's just like right here. That's all Mr. you see. Right? Now, Giovanna, you, like we were just talking about, you kind of I would have to imagine if you're pursuing acting, you have to be comfortable with the idea that if I make it big one day, I, I, I could potentially become a celebrity here. So was that something you always had interest in pursuing? I wasn't even thinking about that. Really? I swear. I just wanted a feeling to um, like I wanted more. Mm. So I wasn't thinking about um, fame or any of that stuff. 
you know, Kim, I love Kim. She's doing her autographs and stuff. I try to do it because I were like a guy and I just want my autographs to look better. Be cool. I, I swear to God, especially seeing Kurt. Oh, I hate, I hate seeing him write autographs because I'm, I've never been so jealous of a guy before ever in my life. And then the way he does his autographs is so pretty. Even what he signs better. Kurt does have a very nice autograph. He has a very Looking nice. On, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it right there. Kim's holding it. Oh him. yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it says, go. it's not even a scribble. It says, Kurt, you can read it. <laughs> and the, he signs my name better than me. And that <laughs> is like, I, I get so upset, but you know, it's completely different. You're, you're, comparing like not comparing but me against kurt fucking angle like right. it's it's just shut up him <laughs> it's just um a completely different situation you're talking about a guy who people respect in the athletic world of like achieving the highest you know what you could achieve and also pro wrestling so it was completely different and, and you're talking about the acting world with pro wrestling world completely different situations sure. the fans are hardcore like different there's tribalism in both worlds though like people yes. are extremely passionate about pro wrestling people are yeah. extremely passionate about sports and then yes, you get into right. movies and stuff you get people like kim orton who are ready to defend 80s movies no matter how bad they are to the <laughs> death so yeah. it's a very passionate tribalistic fan base in each of those oh absolutely when we went to uh, bulgaria to um visit our son for the first time mm -hmm. as soon as we walked in it's like all these people were there taking pictures of Kurt. And i'm like we're freaking bulgaria for goodness so strange so strange it's so weird it, it it really is it's just a different life i never thought especially being married like it's not like i was already this accomplished person already it's like me figuring my shit out, uh, marrying a guy who is already there. So yeah. it was like, and you boom, didn't even boom. know who he was when you met him. You had no idea that he was this actual famous celebrity. No, I just thought he was sexy as hell. Like he was just, <laughs> was just like, hey. But then I was just like, oh, you're an athlete. Like that's like a big turn on. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, but it was, it was a completely different situation. I never thought I was in, I would experience it. And you got to understand, you remember, he proposed in March and then April, I found out I was pregnant. So while I'm carrying his child, they like basically found out. How did they find out? I have, don't even know how they found out. And then all of a sudden, I, I don't even know this. Um, it's called Sun uh website or sun the sun whatever. like like the british tabloid oh they called me they they wow. are a world-renowned tabloid mm -hmm. yeah they called me and i didn't even know anybody knew and i'm like grocery shopping and stuff and i'm like hello they're like hi this is sun da -da 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 -da. Uh, we just want to um ask you and confirm are you kurt angles um wow um, um what is it um fiance and i was like <sighs> Click. <laughs> I hung up because I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to say. Very I didn't know. I didn't know what Kurt wanted me to say. So I was like, I just hung up on my sorry. If you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. Apologize. I didn't know what to do. Does so, Kurt get used to the the fans? Like, is he used to going places and people going crazy over 
who he is and stuff because it's still weird for Randy. I know so used to it. The yeah. dude had 300,000 people coming to his parade mm -hmm. when he won a gold medal in yeah. Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. The and kid was born like should I say molded into sure. this person before yeah. like, he just they knew what he was like gonna be. His family from, knew. What he yeah, was. from yeah, the yeah. moment that Kurt was the Olympian, he he won the gold medals, and then people forget this. But Kurt and I actually talked about this. He yeah. had a short stint as a sportscaster mm -hmm. in Pittsburgh as well on TV because I was a sportscaster <laughs> before <laughs> I, I moved. Failure. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. Oh, the, the if you can find video clips of it, it's it's show me because fantastic. I want to see it. He yeah. won't he won't look for it for me. It's I fantastic. See it. He tells a great story about the teleprompter going out his first night on air and it's pretty great but but there's a level of celebrity that comes with that and then yeah. he becomes the uh, you know pro wrestling god where he's i mean kurt had his gold medal stolen from him uh, at an event one time because fans were just uh, i mean it's insanity that's why he and hates what? bringing his gold medal he hate, he does not bring his gold medal anywhere the only time he takes it out is when he whenever he his um uh, Juliana says, "Can you bring it for show and tell?" Oh. Oh it's like, oh, of course, honey. Like, <laughs> he's so protective over this thing. We always say, "When if we have a fire, what would you grab?" Right, my medal would be the first thing I would grab. <laughs> I'm like, okay, thanks for being a kid. Well, I mean, look, I, I got this. This, right here. this is what I'm grabbing. But, you know, like right, right away. But like, even I, and and this is not to interject, but and this is on a such smaller level, but in local television and whatnot, you become a member of your community and people recognize you. And I would be at the grocery store dressed down like how you're talking about, Kim. And I'll never forget this. This was so vivid. I had a woman come up to me. I had a backwards hat on, gym shorts, all this stuff. And she goes, you know, you're much more attractive in person than you are on TV. Uh, wow. So I'm like, first off, that's like a backhanded compliment. That's like saying you don't look good on I've TV. I've heard that before. I've <laughs> heard that before. You're prettier in person. I'm like, oh, am I ugly on camera? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but then it's like number two, and I'm sure both of you have dealt with this. It's like, who gives you the right to comment on someone else's appearance? Or it because you wouldn't say that to you. Neither of you would go up to a random woman you saw right. in the store and be like, hmm. you should fix your hair. Or like, right. you wouldn't do that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that also goes with eating him. Like, I would not, you know, you have experience with this as much as I do. You would not go to a family, if you see somebody famous, you would not interrupt them, especially if they're with their family, admit while they're eating and say, hey, can I take a picture with you? While they're eating, I wouldn't. Yeah, 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 wait. On that. I hate to interrupt. <laughs> I'm I knew going to open the door. Anyway. Yeah, I hate to interrupt. Uh, <laughs> No, this is about me right now. My whole thing to all of that is it's like, I get if you want a picture and I get if you want that moment, right? I get it. But you should be respectful enough to wait for us to be done. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, as we're leaving or whatever, then yes. you know yes. what I mean? That's, that's what I was going to ask because this actually yeah. became a really big talking point on Twitter. I think it was a couple weeks ago. Where oh, yeah. wrestlers were talking about like being hounded at the airport while they're waiting yeah. for their baggage and stuff yeah. like, and some people are totally cool. I, I know someone who just happened to be sitting next to Randy on a plane a couple months ago, 
and was like, oh, my God, what do I do? What do I do? Randy Orton sitting next to me on the plane. And they eventually asked him, hey, like, could I grab a picture? And he was cool yeah. about it. But yeah. I also understand the need for privacy. So let me ask you both this before we take a quick break on the subject here. Is there an appropriate way, like Kim, you were just kind of yes. leading on to it, but is it okay, first off, is it okay for someone to approach a celebrity like your husband's and how is the appropriate way to do it? We just heard what Kim kind of was was getting at. Uh, yeah. Gee, do you have any insight on that? So this is, I try and I try to explain this to my kids. I try to explain this to Kurt. Like I want them to feel as normal as possible. I want them to be with their friends and not them looking at them as Kurt Angle's kids. So this is why a lot of celebrities don't like going out and eating with their families because they, they just want to be normal. They just want what every other family has. So what I would say is whenever you see them sitting, having a discussion with their family or about to eat, just let them be. If you, as soon as they get up, then you could approach them and say, hey, sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you while you're eating with your family. Is it okay if I could take a picture? Like it, there's, there's just, just respect. Yeah. Just be so human being. It can be appropriate. It's if absolutely right could be appropriate. When you see like a father, like a, like a moment of them being normal, like enjoying themselves, like just like you, just like let them be until you just sit there. You know, like if you're about to approach a girl, and you're sitting there and you're like, okay, I shouldn't approach her now because she's she's doing this or she's approach her when the time is right. Like, you know, when there's a moment, but you don't just think about yourself and then just take your shot. You sit there and you say, okay, they're about to get up. I'm about to go make my move. Like, there's so many appropriate ways. You just got to think about it. I, uh, one time Anthony was, uh, joining wrestling, right. And, and we were signing like him up. amateur wrestling, amateur wrestling. Uh, he was five, he was five and we had just moved here and we're signing him up and I'm online, um, ready to do my thing with him. And Randy was sitting at a table and he was spilling out paperwork mm -hmm. and Anthony's sitting with him and they're like talking like this and Randy's filling out this stuff and, this guy behind me didn't know that I was married to Randy mm -hmm. and I see him taking pictures. And so now I, I go, excuse me, are you taking pictures? And he's like, he's like, Oh yeah. And I go, well, you're taking pictures of my husband and my son. I go, you need to delete that. And he's like, why? And I go, because you're not allowed to take pictures of my kid. You know what I mean? Like, the I, I don't like if we're somewhere, and this has happened happened before, um, especially at their school. Like, like, right, like if if we choose to post pictures of our family and of our kids, that's us as parents putting our kids. And out. you're being vulnerable and letting that's, that happen. Right. That, that's us putting our kids out. Look there. how long it took for and, the undertaker and Michelle McCool to put uh, their daughters out there. It took until right. he retired. Right. To make right. that happen. Right. And, and it's because people can be very vicious. Mm -hmm. People say things about your kids that, you know, you get super mm. defensive and Giovanna's heard this from me. Like there's been times where I'm like, 
man, I just want to go to this chick's house. I want to find out who this is. I want to kick her door down and I want to pop her in the face. Like you And then there's me balancing her and say, don't do that. Don't yeah, do that. It's not worth it. It you can't can't put people's I, I understand yes. that my that my husband is a famous person and he's on TV and mm -hmm. he has been for 20 years like I get that right but like just be mindful of of respecting their kids and their family when they're out because they don't we don't get to have that time as much as everybody else. Sure. We, we share them with the world. We share, exactly. we share them already exactly. with you guys. So it's like, you know, it, don't take pictures of my family while we're eating. And we're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and then want to post it. Or like this girl posted a picture one time. It's like Randy was taking a picture with fans and I'm like eating ice cream with my kids in the back. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> And like, and they zoom in and they're like, oh, look at her. And, and I'm like, what do you look like when you eat? You know what I mean? It's, it's so. Eating is the most unattractive thing. It is. <laughs> it is like, there's no way to eat seductively. And, and, like, <laughs> and I love food because I'll be like. We all do. <laughs> I shovel it in my mouth. Like, it's like here's, bad. here's another thing. Our husband's travel like it's a circus you are eventually yeah. gonna see them this is this right. is your only moment they do appearances they do wrestling events my husband is retired and you can still go to an appearance so it's not that's not your only shot yeah seeing them so if you see them you should say like oh look that's so cool kurt is or randy and kurt they're just like us they're sitting there enjoy being in the same area but you don't have to make them uncomfortable to make you get your picture so it's just if, if you know what when people say i'm so sorry i didn't want to interrupt you when it's an appropriate situation i say i actually thank them every mm -hmm. single time i say thank you so much for doing that that i really appreciate i actually compliment them and yeah. say you are such a good person for doing that i'm just glad so, that we're establishing that there is like a time and place absolutely. that you can do it because absolutely. i think there is a stigma that comes along with it uh, I talked about on episode one, we were kind of on a, a tighter time crunch, but uh, you guys are both very charitable women and philanthropy. And that's all something that comes with fame as well and celebrity and doing stuff like that. And when we were coming up with ideas for the show, you both mentioned to me that uh, promoting causes or charities or stuff like that would be something that'd be very important to you. So uh, a little bit of a halftime break here on the Wise of Wrestling podcast to uh, put something out there. And I asked you guys who would you want to make our, our first cause or charity that we're putting a light on. And I thought this was extremely appropriate. And Kim, you brought this up uh, and that's make a wish. And they're so synonymous with the pro wrestling world. Both of you, I'm sure your husbands have all granted wishes at some point. Uh, what would you like to add about them? I, uh, I just think the whole make a wish foundation is unbelievable. Um, I've, actually got to sit in a couple of times on Make-A-Wishes and gosh, I know. So if any, anybody that knows Randy knows how big his heart is, he, he wears his heart on his sleeve and every single time he walks out of a Make-A-Wish, he's like choked up 
because he's like, oh my God, you know, baby, we're so blessed. We're so blessed. We're so blessed to have healthy children. And, you know, the fact that these kids wish was to meet me, Mm. he goes, it just, it makes my heart so happy. And he really goes like out of his way to try to make them laugh and happy and, and make it a really good experience for them and their whole family. And I, oh, I get all choked up thinking about it. Like, I just think that it's just so special to see all of these guys. WWE's fantastic with all of it. John is like, has the most make a wishes. I feel like out mm-hmm. of every, uh, no, he, does, every, he holds the record for most make a wish. I know. And it, it's just such a, I don't know. It touches my heart. Yeah. Uh, yeah. G, G is, I'm sure Kurt has granted plenty of wishes over mm-hmm. the years and whatnot. Is Have you seen that importance on him as well? Oh, he, you know. Kurt's a big charity guy in the first place. I know he is. He always promotes that on his heart. podcast. You know, he really is. I'm telling you, there's so much stuff that he gave away to charity. I actually had to go and try to buy stuff back. <laughs> so, it's funny because he's like, he's like, wait a minute he's like how'd you get that and i was like listen i was like you can't give away everything because we have kids that pass this shit down <laughs> like 100 kids you know and then who knows how many grandkids so we really um he he gives away everything like you know his warm-up for the the olympics i can't find that anywhere he gave wow. that away yeah his don't know where his shoes are he gave it away to charity every he gave away so much stuff to charity um, so yeah, he, everything, you know, especially kids like that, anything like there's stories where he just, it, just like what Randy said, like, we're so blessed. Like it's just yeah. make a wish is definitely a good one. And I definitely hope you guys, if you have anything to spare, definitely. If you're trying to find, um, a charity, that's definitely a good one to donate to. Yeah. And you can find them at wish.org. They're all around the United States and doing stuff globally as well. You can make your donations there. And if you have a cause or charity that you think would be worth uh, spotlighting on the show, reach out to us too. And and yeah. we'll always look into that because we always want to put eyes on good stuff. So that was your little water break here, you know, yeah. coming down a little bit on your happy hour, just hydrate or dihydrate, right? Like you got to stay with it. There you go. Kim, remind yourself. <laughs> there you go. Hey, listen, we're all adults here, right? And I know some of us choose to use nicotine in order to relax or focus or just even unwind after a long day. Well, I'm here to tell you about Lucy. Lucy is a modern oral nicotine company that makes nicotine gum, lozenges, and pouches for adults. We're looking for the best and most importantly, most responsible way to consume their nicotine. It's 2022. Let's get up with the times, my friends. This is a new nicotine product that I'm telling you, you can feel good about. Uh, Personally, my grandmother for the longest time looked for a way to switch to nicotine alternatives. And a product like Lucy can help you find just that. It'll save you so much stress, so much time. And if you enjoy using nicotine, you can find Lucy's products very easily. Lucy.co. That's Lucy.co. Co and use promo code WIVES at checkout. 
Also, I have to read this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Remember, if you're interested in a better way to use nicotine, visit lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code WIVES. Time to tell you about something I'm super passionate about, protecting your family. Yes, this is a life insurance ad for goliathlife.com, but to me, this is really about peace of mind. Think about insurance for a second. We all get medical and auto insurance, yet we never even know if we're going to have a need for it. Let me let you in on a little secret. You need life insurance. We're all going to die. Now, as you let that reality sink in, think about what would happen if your family stopped having your income tomorrow. If you don't have a plan for that, you need to visit goliathlife.com. And I mean, right now. And just personally, I've lost two friends in their forties this past year and a half. And I don't even want to think about what their families would be going through. Had they not had life insurance. If you don't have it, get it, protect your family. And I suggest you go to goliathlife.com because they've made the process of getting affordable life insurance. Super easy. Goliath life streamlines the life insurance process by allowing you to get quotes for more than 20 carriers within minutes. And you'll pick your terms and payments to fit your budget. You pick your price, you start the online application immediately, and even schedule the medical exam to come to you. And I've done it. They sent someone to my office. I skipped the phone calls, the paperwork, and the crazy invasive conversations. Goliath Life makes buying life insurance simple. There's no hidden fees, no upsells, no hassle. Hell, not even a phone call. Goliath Life is life insurance in your hands on your time. Get multiple quick quotes right now from the comfort of your own home and begin your application in a few easy clicks right now at goliathlife.com. Hey, I just want to take a moment and remind you that you're listening to this podcast in coordination with the Podcast Heat Network. Podcast Heat features shows from all around the spectrum, ranging from sports to wrestling to politics to lifestyle and everything in between. And it's the fastest growing podcast network in all the world. So why not get in on that fun? You can learn how your business can be part of the Wives of Wrestling podcast. Just log on to podcastheat.com and click on the show. That's podcastheat.com. Um, so I want to real quick put a bow tie on this celebrity conversation. So you both have given some good lessons to people who maybe feel like they want to approach your families or your husbands in public, but adjusting to that lifestyle is something that's really difficult. How were you guys able to make adjustments? And if anyone were to ever find themselves in a similar situation, whether it's they marry someone or they become a celebrity, or maybe they, anyone can become TikTok famous these days. Like right. there's all of a sudden you go viral. So what are some pieces of advice that you have for people who maybe experience sudden celebrity and, and how do you learn to deal with it? Kim, I'll, I'll start with you on that one. Um, I have learned to not take what people say to heart, mm-hmm. good or bad or whatever. Uh, people that don't know me, you know, um, I feel like when you start to listen to comments and and you let it affect you, it's like, you know, people, people on the internet, boy, they become like, oh, you know, they can be really kind, beautiful people and there could be really ugly, hateful people. And so you have to know that those really ugly, hateful people have something wrong inside of them Mm -hmm. and are not 
liking who they are and they're just trying to throw that on you and you just can't, I, (laughs) it took me years of practice Mm -hmm. to not allow people's comments to get to me. I've never been the kind of person to like care what people have said. Yeah. But when people are like bumping, bumping, bumping things about you, you know, it starts to all of a sudden like affect you, you know, and, and now I just don't yeah. even, you know, it's like, whatever, like you have issues, you know, I'm, I'm sorry for you. And we're all human. Right. And we, we read these things. I mean, I've had people on Reddit, literally Photoshop tweets of mine to try to get me in trouble with someone. And people will go to really extreme lengths to make others feel bad, but there are a lot of good people out there. Giovanna, what would you say? Um, well, first I want to say, um, to everybody who supported our husbands, this is like, we want to let you guys know about how we feel. Uh, but we thank you from the bottom of our hearts that you support them, that you are their fans, that you love them that much, but we want to give you guys an input of that we are all just human the realities of it mm-hmm. realities of it. So before I wanted to say anything, I just want to say thank you for loving them that much. You guys are putting our kids to college. You guys are putting food on food on our table and you guys are listening to us right now about our stories, about us in our lives and the wrestling lives and our husbands. So I just want to thank you on that. But I, I did, but I just want you guys to, to understand our point of view and you know we have children and you know they they you know you guys probably have kids who are listening and just 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 understand that we just want to live also the normal life that you guys are living in but if if you guys you know if you guys understand that what we're going through and it's getting to you guys um it's it just you know social media is such a it's a blessing, but it's also a curse. But I feel like a lot of people are using it as a curse. It's They're using it for more bad than good. So if it's affecting you, I feel, I think you guys need to take, you know, separate from social media. Take, um, don't, don't let things, it, it's just words. You know what I mean? When you turn off your phone, you, you see life, you know, it's, it's just, you know, it's not like it's, anything's going to happen. If you shut off the phone, it's, it's, it's not reality. The right. phone is fake. It, there's nothing. It's nothing real. Like my Android. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. G is team Android and it's I am team Android. Group, it screws up all our group texts and everything. Yes. <laughs> team Android. Team Android. I'm sorry. I don't I'm gonna, have phone on Kurt's phone. I'm text little things to Kim during right. our taping yeah, so knowing that G won't get them. So thumbs up on the text. <laughs> I, I, I cannot love it. So love. Yeah, I love I don't like I I hate going on Kurt's iPhone. I'm like, how do you use this damn thing? And then I'm just like, so he's like, and I never thought I would ever ask Kurt for a tech, you know, phone advice. Right. That's it's true. Kurt Kurt is a little Fred Flintstone when it comes to technology. So, oh, my goodness. He totally is. Maybe that's an episode in and of itself. My father in law, I think about six months ago. Cowboy Bob just <laughs> got rid of his flip phone. Okay. All right. 
Well, you know, the thing with him, Kim, is he's got the cast on one arm, so you know it's hard to tie. It, so he still wears it. That's <laughs> so great. That's so great. Yeah, no, and and I think that is the lesson to be learned here, right? Like there are realities to all of this, and for anyone who is maybe dealing with sudden fame or or having it in their periphery, breathe. First and foremost, that is, I mean, both of you have talked me off the ledge a couple times already, you know, it's like (laughs) things will be okay. And, and just be cognizant that it's a process and Mm -hmm. you will learn to adjust with that. I think that's a lot of great advice there, ladies. So let's have some fun here. We had it on episode one. Mm. Time to play the game as Triple H would say. It's true. It's true. The game. By the end of the show, we're gonna get you singing the evolution theme song, Kim. Oh, Morgan, and, okay. and I'm I feel all like about me it. and Kim need our own jingle. Oh, we're we we're that? working on it. Don't worry, we're working on <laughs> we're working on a jingle. So, um, this is it's true. It's true. Or RK, no, our version of true or false. You see, the ladies both have Kurt Angle and Randy Orton action figures, and if it is true they will hold up the Kurt Angle. If it is false, they will hold up the Randy Orton. And we're going to track each week who wins. And at the end of the year, we'll do something real special with the losers. Someone's going to have to uh, lose a bet and a wager and see, maybe do something uh, fun. Can I see your doll, Giovanna? Your Kurt? That's the one. That's the one that we had and my dog ate his foot. <laughs> that's the one. Yeah. You know, I have a lot of Kurt's. I need a lot, of, but a lot of them are TNA, and it has like the uh-huh. facial hair and all mm. that. And I'm like, I don't like that one. We had, yeah, we had uh, yeah, thirteen or fourteen Randy dolls upstairs. Which one's this one? Um, so I got this one too. Brooklyn plays with this one. She keeps it in the car. Is that the and, same one? Um, no, I don't think. No, he has black, black uh, chunks. Okay. Oh, he he got the red there. Yeah. No. All right, ladies. So. We we had our, our Giovanna Angle one episode one of this, so Cheater. let's get into episode two. Here we go. Ready? First question: Kurt Angle's first WWE match was against Taz at the Royal Rumble 2000. It's true. It's true. Or RK? No. Kim it's says true. it's true. It's true. G says it's true. It's true. RK, no. Both of you are wrong. You're on watching. I just <laughs> totally followed her. I know he did something with. Oh, wait a minute. Taz's first coming back. Kurt, Kurt's first loss in WWE was <gasps> against it. Taz at the Royal Rumble 2000. But his first match was against Sean Stasiak at Survivor Series 1999. So um, he then went on a little winning streak. The three Kurt eyes. Watch this at all. He's going to be like. That's okay. Oh, and I talk about myself enough for you to know. All right, ready? Question two. Randy Orton has won the Royal Rumble twice. Yes. It's true. Oh, shit. Sorry. No. Race. She cheated. She said RK no. No. No, I didn't say fine. I'll I'll give her the change because she was on autopilot, but she did curse, so she got one for the swear jar. So um, that is, in fact, true. Randy Orton did win the Royal Rumble twice. Kim, do you know what years he won them? (laughs) <laughs> um so one of them one of them he you were married for a while together mm-hmm. yeah um God. i don't know what i ate for dinner yesterday okay. so he, i don't know. he won in 2009 
and he okay. won in 2017. And he's going to win yes. the next this... Rumble, and he's going to be tied with Stone Cold? With three, correct. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Come on. There you I go. Hope, I hope, I hope. Okay. So we both have one correct here. Uh, question number three: Kurt Angle's theme, Patriot, or pardon me, Kurt Angle's theme, Metal, was used by two men before him, the Patriot and Sergeant Slaughter. It's true. Oh, it's true. Or RK, no. I know it's one person. You know Kurt's theme. Oh, Giovanna, that could be our song. I hear voices in my head. A little little mashup. Yeah, I think that's actually good. Like, um, so, so Kurt Angle's yeah. theme was used by two people before him the Patriot and Sergeant Slaughter. Oh, no, no, RK no. Kim says, RK, no. What does Giovanna say? You guys are gonna put me in like in the doghouse after this. Just take a guess. You weren't a wrestling fan, it's okay. I know, but he talks a lot about himself for me to know about this. <laughs> um, clock's ticking. Oh my god, five, four. Three, two. Okay, she's going, it's true, it's true. Kim Orin says, RK, no, one of you is right. The other's wrong. It's true, it's true. It was used by both the Patriot and Sergeant Slaughter before. And it was one person, but I'm like, eh, two. The Patriot used it consistently, but Sergeant Slaughter used it on one occasion. So oh, wow. it was, in fact, true. So Giovanna, once again, she got it. the lead here. Um, we got two more, and they are both Randy Orton questions. So here we go. Ready? Fudge. Okay. Randy Orton was named most improved wrestler. I like the way you say that. Randy Orton. (laughs) Randy Orton was named most improved wrestler in the world by the Wrestling Observer in 2004. It's true. It's true. Or RK? No. It better be true. Well, keep in mind, I'm saying most improved wrestler in the world in 2004 by the oh. Wrestling Observer. So there's... She said it's true. She already said it's no, true. I did not she get final answer. She had it's true up, and I'm okay. going to say RK no, because he's always been the best. God damn it. Oh, well, you just swore, so you're going to pick up a... No, that's not a curse. Damn. damn. She, 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 well, no, but you used, uh, you know, Javon just went to church. You used the Lord's name in vain. Therefore, you, you, Sorry. Up, uh... <laughs> my son, Rob, is going to be so mad. He so, corrects me every time I say that. So you're saying it's false, Kim. And Giovanna says it's true. It's true. And I'll tell you what, it's damn true. Which means Giovanna Angle wins episode two. And I didn't cheat this time. And by default, there is one more. Would you like to hear the last question? I can give you the last question. Just so I know. (laughs) The name of Randy Orton's news segment that he had on Monday Night Raw in 2003 was the Randy Orton News Channel. Ah! That's when he had that funny hair. He did have very funny hair at that time. Oh, he looked just like his brother Nate, and it bugs me out. So the um, Randy Orton news channel. I say it's true. You say it's true. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it was. What are you going? I can't see. How many? What are you, what are you it's there? How many? I'm going to use like. You can't. Um, it's it's completely random, Giovanni. How many screws <laughs> did you have, and how many RK knows? It's completely random. I'm not telling you that. <laughs> this is how I play. Like when I go to the casino. How many did it? The Randy Orton what? So the segment was called the Randy Orton News Channel. RK no or it's true, it's true. Um, it's probably uh, You're going RK no, Giovanna? Uh, you're probably switching like a damn word. 
Kim's going, no. it's true, it's true. I don't know the name of it. I'll tell you what, Giovanna's on a roll. Because it is RK, no, the name of it was the Randy News Network. I told you, you probably get to switch a word. RNN. So, I should have been on like Family Feud or something. So Giovanna is 2-0 and o in the department of it's true, it's true, or RK, no. But I do have some bad news for you, Giovanna. No. You lost the swear jar this week. Hey. How many did I do? Four swears to two. You guys are so much more behaved than I thought you'd be, quite frankly. We did a test episode, and this thing was, like, loaded up. Because I I got extremely uh, drunk. And I really did not (laughs) want to be like that because I have to take care of the kids. (laughs) Oh, I passed out. As soon as that that segment was over, I passed out right on a bed. And Kirk came, and he was like, how much did you get to drink? (laughs) I didn't wake up, like, until six hours later. So that means, as the loser of the swear jar, oh god, you must oh. give us our farewell toast and take a uh-huh. shot. But keep in mind here on the Wives of Wrestling podcast, our farewell toast, you don't got to come up with it on the top of your head. That is true. It is the John Cena quote of the week, and it is, in fact, our ending toast. John Cena and Kurt Angle, very close. John inducted Kurt into the uh-huh. WWE Hall of Fame. You have the quote pulled up there, Kim uh, Giovanna. Which he should have retired him, but not gonna say. I agree with that. For the record, yeah. for the record, I do agree with that. John yeah. Cena should have retired Kurt Angle. Oh, absolutely. But hey, but. you know what? Actually, if you really want to know, I'm glad it didn't happen because I feel like Kurt would still want to continue wrestling. So it, it all happened the, the best way. But yes, seriously. Okay. So before you take our farewell shot, let us know what Mr. Cena has to say as we wrap up episode two here. Oh my God, I'm getting the chills just to smell this. This is actually a good one. I like this one. Days in where we don't wake up feeling grateful, stop. Take time and address what's causing it. Talk with loved ones, journal, read something, listen to a favorite song, or just take a look at the world and know you are beautiful. Oh, you're a beautiful part of it. It'll be time well spent. I like that one. I Cheers like that to you. Too. Take that shot. Cheers. Oh yes, my God, John. I don't have that much juicy left. Cena. I love it. Great stuff there, ladies. Chase it down. Hope you don't Look, have to pick anyone yours. Else. Yeah, time out. Wait a minute. You, you lost. You're the one who's supposed to be taking this. If you oh, want to wait take... a minute. I just took I, one. I know. You just like drinking. <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll, I'll do another this is one. It's supposed to be like in it together type of thing. I, I thought she just has to read it, but we all got a toast. John hey. trying to get out of that one. Mm-mm. Trying to well, be sneaky and shit. I just it. took it, so it doesn't matter. So we're okay. good. Um, we are good. And And this was good. This was great. Episode two of the Wives of Wrestling podcast is in the books. Don't forget, wherever you get your podcasts, you got to leave us a five-star rating, okay? Like in in wrestling, ladies, you know, Dave Meltzer's big wrestling match scale, five stars. Everyone wants that. Well, that's what we want with our podcast, too. Yeah, and if you do, maybe these two can do Giovanna and Kurt. I mean, not Giovanna and um, Kim. That is her name. false. Mm. Yeah. Slip the script. That would there. be good. That could be yeah. very good. So leave a this, five star. This was <laughs> a lot of fun, guys. I I love hanging out with you, and we have many more to come here on yes, the wise. This is so much fun. I love doing this. 
So make sure you tell all your friends about the Wives of Wrestling podcast here. And we will see you guys next week for your weekly special happy hour with the hottest wives of pro wrestling. We'll see you next time. Come hang out with us. We're going to bid you uh, do it with me, you guys. One One dick. One dick. One dick. (laughs)